start by doing what's necessary, then doing what's possible, and suddenly you are doing the impossible. Francis of Assisi. Hello, I'm Tamara Michelle, and this is Real Conversations Podcast, created in Dauphin, Manitoba. On our adventure today, I traveled to Winnipegosis to talk with Alex Litwin of Willpower Media to discover what has happened at the Winnipegosis Post Office and why this is such a big deal for a small town to lose service, even if it's only temporary. Thank you to Alex Litwin for sharing his story. And Karen Hudala for assistance. Thank you to our show sponsors. Bankert Marketing, Dr. Brenna and Three Graces Medispa, Real Security Solutions, Right Side Equipment of Dauphin, Oil Depot of Dauphin, Roofs Furniture and Appliances of Dauphin, Try Family, Health, Beauty and Fine Gifts of the Paw, Ramsey's Health and Fitness of Dauphin, Cloud Nine Canis Supplies of Dauphin, and Hearts to Nature, Fine Art, Nature Photography. So welcome back to Real Conversations today. I'm here with Alex Litwin. Hi, Alex. How are you? Yeah, how are you doing? I'm very good. Thank you. So I'm coming out here kind of, uh, it was almost impromptu. Last time we yeah. had to set like a three weeks ahead of time schedule, yeah. but we kind of set this up in a matter of days yeah. um, regarding the closing of your local post office with Canada Post. Yeah. So tell me, um, you've been very busy. I have been. (laughs) I went today and I did a whole bunch of research. I read all the news stories that were up. There's one on CBC uh, regarding the closure. There's one on CTV News as well. And um, you had also put a post uh, with your outrage uh, based on the ability for you to get your mail, uh, how it's something that's really important to you, something that you've been doing for a long time. Yeah, well, what happened is that and I was literally closing the post office on the weekend. And they knew us. And we had to go to Dolphin, which is 58 kilometers away, to get our mail. Now, for me, this is impossible. When I, for one, and my ecosystem, which made it very hard for me to afford anything, never went into gas to go to to go in the mail, we have a physical disability as I do. When you can do something all by yourself, you can do this in the pride and accomplish it. And with me not being able to go to the mail, um, that was not. And ever since I lost my so much of my independence that has gone, that this is something that I had, it was taken away from me due to government bureaucracy. <laughs> so, me being the go-getter and advocate, I find myself, I mean, I put a very simple yet, very poor, very pointed letter on Facebook, and I expressed my uh, outrageous Office is bad, not only for me. I want to get me out of this for a second. But there are a lot of people in this area who are over, who have other disabilities, and it's not easy for them to move out. So I was playing, I play for them, and not only myself. So after I did my, my post on Facebook, I had to immediately always reach out to me and we did interviews and that's where we are today. So yeah. 
Well, that's, that's, and that's a lot of work that you've done in a very short period of time in advocating, like with the news media. Yeah. And it's really nice that they would do the story so quickly. I, and I like the fact that they actually did, um, they did an interview with you for CTV. So, yeah. you know, there's a, there's a clip of you just discussing some of what you're saying today. Well, they I want to use CTV. I'm on a problem because I've done a lot of TV interviews in the past, but the CTV was the first one uh, that actually put this, uh, the closed captioning mm-hmm. in my eye uh, when I was speaking. No, I mean, the last week, mostly I speak, I speak relatively well, but the other times, Especially people that never has spoken to me before or heard me speak that they can understand anything I say. I hope on the interview, I understand. But for CTV to do that for me, it meant a lot. Yeah, I agree. I thought that was wonderful because, um, like you said, you don't want to have any barriers. Years ago, um, I. Petitions and phone calls and conversations, I was able to get uh, the lab and, uh, and the automatic doors put in at the post office. And uh, this is awesome because before this, sorry, before this, I wasn't. Able to go into the world, I was. I had to go in front of the window and wave like a Yahoo just to try and get my hand mail. Yeah. So when I got the rap and all of that was put in, it felt really good because not only was I helping myself, I was helping so many other people on the area. Yes, I, I agree with you on that point. Um, I think it's an interesting observation, even that uh, in Dauphin, we don't have an automatic door at the post office that I'm aware of. I believe we have to open it, but they do have a ramp. They do have a ramp, but they don't have um, anything to open the door well, from the outside. Maybe, so maybe there should be the next thing I come in the episode. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, yes, you should. I think you should make a Can I, can I Come In episode there. That'd be yeah. great. Um, so, before I came here today, I was also doing a little bit of research on some of the legislation. So Canada Post is actually a crown corporation. So it is federal government. Yeah. Um, they have some things outlined in the, it's called the Canada Post Corporation Act. Okay. And they have a right to make money, but they have a monopoly on letter mail. But they also have an obligation. They are mandated to deliver mail by the means that you have. So say you and I were discussing this. Yeah. I live in an area where uh, I'm rural in, yeah. in the Dauphin area and I get three-day delivery. And I'll never get five-day delivery. That's been a precedent that was set. It's grandfathered, basically. Yeah. But right now, where Winnipegosis stands, it is a five-day delivery at the post office. Yeah. And everybody has a post office box. Right. And an address and they can get their mail there. So um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how that can be argued either way. But I, there is law in there. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you that that little bit of a tidbit. You know, one thing that really upset me and a lot of other people 
was like a bonus. Like I said earlier, they don't just anyone on the radio of a long weekend. Now really, who the heck listens to the radio? I mean, some people do, but I find it very suspicious that they want to make a big announcement at least give the town a heads up yeah. that they can see this coming. So I found that they up there. And you were saying when we were talking a bit earlier that um, they did not put any notices. Go ahead. So you were saying a little bit earlier that they... Um, have not given any notice at the post office here locally. There was no notices put up at the post office. Is that correct? And that's it. And they did that, but a day here and a day there. And then all of a sudden it was shut down. Huh, interesting. And the only notification was through the local radio station yeah. in Dauphin. Okay. So, yeah, that's, I don't know. Like you said, you used the word sneaky. Kind of maybe a little bit, hey? Yeah. yeah. It, it appears that way. Yeah, for sure. Um so you have had some success with uh, with having this covered by CTV and CBC News, yeah. uh, and they have responded, I guess, with pressure from the media. Uh, what is the local post office doing now? As of now, it's open three days a week, Wednesday, if I, and they say they're doing their best to find someone for the other two days. But as of right now, we have three days a week. Okay, and they're saying that that's temporary. They're saying, but I'll believe it. When I hope not, but yeah, I never know when this thing Well, and we were kind of chuckling about. Um, I would say, like our current government, our current federal government is wanting to be zero net. Yeah. Or zero. Sorry, they want to be um, zero emissions. Zero emissions. Yeah. So they want to go completely green by twenty thirty. Yeah. And. The irony is not lost on me because here you have 700 residents in the city of Winnipegosis going to a local post office, which is within a kilometer of probably where they live, maybe some a little bit farther if they're rural. Um, For people that don't know the situation from Winnipegosis to Dauphin, I drove here from Dauphin and it's about a 50 minute ride, five zero, and that's going 100 kilometers per hour. It is not close. (laughs) It is not close. It's actually quite far. And uh, to have to make that drive there and back... Uh, and you have like a place to get some of your groceries. You have a meat market here. Like you're, you're very oh, yeah. sufficient in your community. Yeah, there's two stores. There's a little bit of everything. Yeah, so I mean, you have a gas station. You have, um, I know you have mechanics here. Like you have all sorts of, of uh, you have an incredible restaurant. Of course, let's not forget about Mossy River Restaurant, yeah. right? Um, so you know you don't really have this need to go to Dauphin. No, you don't. I mean, you do pay a little bit more, but if you want to see. Uh, there's no reason for you to leave town. Yeah, and with the price of gas, 
it might be more efficient to stay oh, right and have them bring everything in, even if it costs a little bit more yeah. than Dauphin. So, yeah, I just thought that was just interesting in and of itself uh, to take 700 people and ask them to drive 68 kilometers, you said? 58. Oh, 58 kilometers. Yeah. So 58 kilometers to pick up their mail. Yeah. That isn't very green. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's very well. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, um, Alex, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today again. Um, I know we're going to be meeting you again for another episode, but I wanted to fit this one in. I felt I felt it was really uh, timely and important, um, like you said, not just for people with disabilities, but the elderly, for uh, people in the community. It represents, you know, at least 700 people. And, you know, according to the Canada Post Corporations Act, it looks like it is within your rights to get delivery. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Anytime, Alex. You too. After interviewing Alex, I decided to head over to the Winnipegosis post office to see if I could catch a few streeters. That being people on the streets that wanted to talk to me about what's happening in Winnipegosis. So I'm here outside of the Winnipegosis post office uh, talking to Beth of Winnipegosis. How are you doing, Beth? I'm doing well, thanks. Good, good. Um, so yeah, I just have a question about, um, there's kind of been a bit of a, a ruckus kind of raised with the post office. It was mm-hmm. closed a little bit earlier. Uh, was that last week, I think? Yes, most of last week. Most of last week. And it was very abrupt. There was no signage. There was no explanation. It was just kind of closed until further notice. That's right. Um, and uh, I just had the opportunity to talk with with uh, Alex Litwin, and we were discussing how that will complicate his life and many of the elders in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel being a person from Winnipegosis? How would that affect you having to travel all the way to Dauphin to get your mail? Well, I actually uh, represent the rural community, really. So I travel 10 or 15 minutes in to get my mail right now. And to go to Dauphin, that'd be 60 kilometers one way. Uh, I only go into Dauphin every couple weeks and often on a Sunday. And um, uh, I also work from 7 to 4. And so trying to get in to Dauphin uh, during working hours, that's very frustrating. Yeah. That is very frustrating to me. And I've noticed, like, just watching people come in and out of the post office, like, people have mail, they have parcels. Like, there's a lot right. of, of mail and parcels that come through this actual Oh, that's office. right. Because of how rural we are, we use it for a lot of our shopping. Like, right? Um, groceries, Amazon, everything, right? Okay. We're so far from any major centers other than Dauphin that we rely on the post office a lot, really. So, in your opinion, it would be very important to keep this service open for people in the community? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Well, thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, I really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. So I have Mac here with me uh, in front of Canada Post here in Winnipegosis, and um, Mac, you were willing to talk to me a little bit about 
how not having postal service will affect you if this was to continue? Yes, I, uh, I have my opinions on it, yes. I think that, for example, to be able to not, to, to have to drive to Dauphin to get our mail, 60 kilometers there, 60 kilometers back, with the price of gas being at an all-time high, it's so silly, uh, scratches my head and wonder why people are in charge. To have it closed down, temporary as far as I know the person that is in charge of that uh, did not think ahead in planning to have somebody fill in to to train as a temporary part-time staff give them a little bit of money a student and they can put the mail in the mailbox it's not rocket science and and uh, without notice from my understanding after talking to Alex Yes, uh, I just, I was in Winnipeg working. I come back home here and my wife says, uh, no more mail for a while. I said, oh yeah, okay, why? And then she said, well, one person is on a holiday, one person is sick. I said, so why didn't they train her? So we're hoping that this is going to be a temporary, uh, and now they have, and now they're open three days a week. So I understand they're open Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Originally they were going to be closed until further notice. Uh, completely closed and you were going to have to drive. Now they've opened three days a week and they're looking for uh, someone for the Monday, Tuesday shift. So that's better than nothing. Yes. My my question is, um, how detrimental would this be to your community, to everyone that you know here, which is about, I believe, 700 people that it affects, uh, half of them elderly. Um, there are some people that have disabilities as well. I've seen more than one wheelchair running around oh, yes, in the community. Yes, yes. Um, and, and this has also accessible, it's an accessible post office. So people that are, have ability issues, they can get in. There's a button, there's an automatic door, there's a ramp. Like it's accessible for people that want to use it. How detrimental is that to this community if the services were to suspend, you know, indefinitely? It'd be devastating. It would be uh, enough to make me decide to move uh, because um, by rights, we should have our mail. Whether I live here or out in the woods, we have a right to our mail. Yeah, and that's under the Canada Post Corporations Act yes. actually, as well. They do have, they are mandated by law to provide mail service and the mail service that you currently have. Uh, I do know that just from reading some and of the legislation. And it is good service here. Yeah. When it's working, best. Okay. Happy. Everybody's happy. Yeah. But you take that away and it's, uh, it's going to hurt more than uh, what they really think. It's going to make a lot of people's lives is miserable. How can a person in a wheelchair has a wife? She goes to town by law. She can't get her husband's mail. By law, you got to have photo ID <laughs> because you're tampering with the mail. I mean, it's common sense. Yeah. So I have to go get my mail, come home, 120 clicks. Then my wife has to go get her mail, come home, 120 clicks. Yeah. No, no, it would be, I would say, the heck with it. Yeah. It's devastating. There's a lot of poor people here. Well, I shouldn't say poor. There's just a lot of uh, lower income families that yeah. it's hard on. I mean, you can't just, they don't have cars. Yeah. Some of them don't have internet. Yeah. So how are you supposed to get your bill because yeah. I don't believe in internet bills anyways. I, I like a bill I can read and open. Yep. Oh, there it is. That's how much I owe. Now I'm supposed to get that, then pay it. 
And for another example is my bank's in, in Dauphin. So what, every two weeks, I got to go to Dauphin, pay my bills. But I don't have the mail. I have to first go over there, get it all. and then, No, it would be crazy. I would say goodbye, yep. see ya, no more. And this is a beautiful community. That's why I moved here. I, I never been here before. Five years ago, I came, I drove through the town. I said, wow, I like it here. Yeah, with the golf course, well, you've got the river, you've got the lake. It's just peace, quiet, and the people are so darn friendly. <laughs> Even the little kids will wave at you when you come into mm. town. Well, Mac, I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me today. And, oh, it's uh, a pleasure, man. Yeah, pleasure, it's, yes. it's been wonderful to meet you. Thank you, ma'am. Right. Thank you very much. And I hope this uh, helps a lot of people, too. Dr. Brenna and Three Graces Medispa has been inspiring love, confidence, and health and humanity since 2019. Dr. Brenna's skin therapists have the advanced knowledge required to revitalize and rejuvenate your skin. Radio frequency, microneedles, chemical peels, and oxygen neo superfacials are just a couple of the treatments we offer. To learn more about Dr. Brenna and Three Graces Medispa, visit our website at threegraces.ca or call us at 204-572-5774 for a free consultation. Thank you to our show sponsors, Banker Marketing, Dr. Brenna and Three Graces Medispa, Real Security Solutions, Right Side Equipment of Dauphin, Oil Depot of Dauphin, Roofs Furniture and Appliances of Dauphin, Try Family, Health, Beauty and Fine Gifts of the Paw, Ramsey's Health and Fitness of Dauphin, Cloud Nine Canis Supplies of Dauphin, and Hearts to Nature, Fine Art, Nature Photography. See you next week.